Hi, boobies. Hi, boobies. <laughs> Guys, Erica's losing it. I just wanted to eat my salt and vinnies and watch Harry Potter, okay? <laughs> Were you not doing that? I was. I wanted to continue. All right, I'm so sorry you had to record the podcast. I'm in hermit mode right now. Okay. See, if we lived together, this would have been a lot easier, and you would have just seen me in my bed That's in a burrito. That's what I'm saying. It's time for you to move out and live with me. And then if we lived together, then all of your friends would become my friends, and then we wouldn't have to do friendship gatekeeping. That was a terrible transition. Yeah. <laughs> I tried, I tried. You did try, but yeah. It was I bad, mean, I know. In the mediocre attempt of Allison. <laughs> I don't want to say it was poor. No, it was pretty bad. It's okay, you can say it. Okay, in the, no, mediocre attempt. Oh, you're so nice. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's about friendship gatekeeping. Hey, so what is friendship gatekeeping? That's a good question, Allison. What is friendship gatekeeping? Oh my God. <laughs> um, the way I think about friendship gatekeeping is like, Say I have my friends and I don't want to share them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's it? (laughs) Like I mean you're right. I mean, yeah, like I just I'm like selfish about my friends and I don't want to share them with other people and I'm like don't get close to them because they're my friend. Yeah, you're protective. Yeah. Yeah, and kind of territorial. Yeah, very. <laughs> well, not like actually, but I'm just saying like for the case of the example. Yeah, Because yeah. I'm not a friendship gatekeeper. Yeah. I'm Which, not like that. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which we'll get into, but that was like the definition of friendship gatekeeping. And now that we got that established, what would you say stems from? What? What would you say? <laughs> friendship gatekeeping stems from i don't know erica what does friendship gatekeeping stem from you ask (laughs) i'm sorry you guys anywho stems from insecurity oh no way yeah dude i swear our podcast should just be the insecurity podcast honestly everything stems from insecurity doesn't it facts bro facts facts yeah and i feel like in your 20s that's just kind of like that's the baby or fetus stage of adulthood yeah, you're just, like, learning how to heal and, like, grow past that and mature. Yeah, but it's basically the desire to be included since the way we define it is the fact that you're being protective or territorial. Yeah, and I think it's, like, the desire to want to be included is, like, comes from the fear that sharing your friends or whatever would cause you to be excluded or, like, kicked out of the group. Yeah. Kind of, right? Yeah. Yeah, and so then that becomes projected in behavior of, oh, like that's my friend not your friend don't talk to them kind of thing yeah it just kind of projects onto or that insecurity projects onto your friends and that's how it just kind of starts i would say and then obviously if you uphold those actions or continue them it fuels what what the (laughs) (laughs) it fuels like bitterness and resentment yeah and then that ends up affecting the relationships around you poorly too just like not only because like you feel bitter but other people start to feel that bitterness and then they feel like they have to walk on eggshells around you mm-hmm. or like be very aware of your feelings <clears throat> and they can't freely meet people yeah so okay okay let's like go a little bit more granular from insecurity right in your experiences of friendship gatekeeping like where did that stem from for you i mean i wouldn't say i ever felt friendship gatekeeper-esque moments where you might have like an intrusive friendship gatekeeping thought um 
I mean, sure. I feel like anyone can have insecure moments with people, with their relationships. I think that's completely normal. I I mean, sure. It's kind of everything that we talked about in the beginning when we defined it. It's that feeling, or not even defining it, where it stems from. And it's the feeling of, oh, am I getting pushed out? And what's that thing in Friends that they talk about? Like, you're getting, oh, getting phased out, Oh, right? yeah, yeah, phased out. Yeah, like that fear. Because the thing is, it's it's very real. It could very much happen. But I mean, what helped me through that is just like trusting my friends and the relationships that I have, you know? So yeah. I don't let that project because it's like, okay, well, like my relationship with this person is my relationship and they have their own. But sure, like it crops up every now and then like the thought does, but I don't really let it affect my actions, I would say. I have another question, I guess. This is slightly related and unrelated. I thought of it while you're talking. Mm-hmm. Do you think that this friendship gatekeepingness can come from codependency on another person and like being scared that someone might be taken away from you that way? I mean, yeah, if you are codependent on that person, that makes sense, right? Because it's like Mm -hmm. the person that you depend on that they're being now shared with other people. And that idea is just like, wait, no, but this person is mine. And I think that's where the territorial aspect comes in. But, man, I was going to say something, but I don't remember. Maybe it'll come to me later. But what are your thoughts? Um, I feel like for me, when I've had those, like, intrusive-ish thoughts about friendship gatekeeping, I was, like, worried that whoever I... Or let me rephrase this. So for me, I feel like I very separately group people in my head. So, like, this group of friends is, like, my high school friends, and this group of friends is, like, my college friends, and this group of friends is, like, my church friends or something like that. And I feel like because I view these groups so separately, if there is a chance of those groups mingling, I think it's super weird. And I think my, like, quote-unquote gatekeeping intrusive thought might come from, like, is this other person from group A gonna interfere with the vibe of group B? Oh, I see. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, so, like, that's how I've kind of experienced, like, friendship gatekeepingness. But I don't even know if I was, like, trying to gatekeep a person. I was just, like, I feel like the vibe of each group of friends is so different. And so I can't imagine these people interacting with each other. I see. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. For me, it's the opposite. I get excited when like groups collide. I get excited with like another group of my friends can meet another group of my friends because I love them all. And like, I want them to interact because it's like, oh, yay. Like people I love getting to know more people that I love and like having them meet each other. Cause like, I think all my friends are really amazing people. So to be able to share that and have like both parties or of amazing people get to meet each other. I'm just like, oh, they're, they're going to love each other is like my mentality, you know? Yeah, I think I have more of that now. It's like before, and I think it's like to some degree, I'm maybe every like once in a blue moon, I'll be like, whoa, it's weird that they kind of intermingled because I just like don't know what to expect, but I'm not like thinking anymore. Like I don't want them to meet each other because I can't foresee what that environment might look like. So in a sense, would you say that you're trying to control the vibe of the, the environment? I don't think I was trying to control it. I think I was just genuinely like confused how it would work. And so I was like, I don't want to have to think about these worlds colliding because my brain can't handle it. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't think I'm like that now. And so that's why I was like, it's not really gatekeepy-ish, but it's like kind of in the same family as that. Like Mm -hmm. just wanting the separation. Yeah. I could see that. I mean, I also had experiences with a friend that's no longer in my life because this insecurity of hers really projected mm-hmm. and she like put that on me in the aspect of I but it was kind of flipped because I tried to include her 
and like bring her out to these things and like make her feel included Mm -hmm. but then like she got jealous because i knew them but it was weird because it's like that i mean that makes sense because they, they, they were your friends. They, they, and the, or in the fact that I, I knew them first. And I'm like, you were more than welcome to join. But I guess in a weird sense in her mind, or I guess like, I mean, I don't want to say it's weird if those were her thoughts or those were her thoughts. But the way she handled it, like she just completely ghosted me and all these things. And then I heard that she was talking like crap about me. And I was like, what in the world? And then she tried to blow it over and be like, oh my gosh, like blah, 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 blah. Like when should we hang out again? acting as if everything was normal and then i was just kind of like oh what was that like what what happened earlier because a few weeks has had passed and then she was just like oh ha 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 that was nothing but by this point i knew the information because her friends also told me because i ran into them in another event and so i was just kind of like oh i see like you're not even going to own up to it if she owned up to it and apologized then maybe i would have considered like oh okay but when i like picked up on that i was like ah i don't really want this energy yeah around me and if the intention behind it was like out of malice and like honestly when you do things out of insecurity, a lot of it can become very messy yeah. and like aggressive. And so for that, I was just like, I I can't handle that. So like, I just respectfully cut it off and I was just like, mm, and walked away. Interesting. Actually, that made me kind of wonder. So, so far we've been talking about like ourselves gatekeeping our friends from other people. Yeah. But have you ever like gatekept yourself? Like, I feel like what you just described is like your friend was like, being jealous or whatever about you being friends with these people first she's like oh like why would i be a part of like have you ever had a moment where you're like why would i go there when they're not my friends kind of thing uh like maybe maybe more so in the aspect of like i'm not gonna go unless i'm invited like i'm not gonna self-invite myself no no no. like you're invited but you're like i don't want to go because those people aren't like my friends even though you're invited by them and they view you like as your friends like you kind of like Oh, they view me as... They're like, oh, we're friendly. Or like, oh, we're like... Oh. We're like friends, I guess. And then you're just like, eh. Um, I don't think so. But it just sounds like if that were the case and someone did that, that they just sound very protective of themselves and also kind of afraid of people, it sounds like. I see. Yeah, but I don't think so. I feel like in the cases where it would apply, maybe then that person wouldn't really vibe with some people there, which is also why they won't go. So I still wouldn't consider that as gatekeeping. Mm, yeah, I, I think gatekeeping is the wrong word, but I guess just like keeping yourself out of a situation. Out yeah. of that. I kind of ask because I think for me, like I, I was never like, oh, like getting upset at someone because they knew someone first and they were inviting me because of that kind of thing, like what you described. But I think for me, what I felt is like, I think I get worried that the person in the middle like my friend or the mutual friend is gonna misinterpret me and they're gonna think that or that I'm worried that they're gonna gatekeep their friends from me and so I'm like trying to like be one step ahead of that wait okay let me break that down a little bit yeah so like first point is gatekeep them away from you after they introduced yeah so it's like say well, I'm thinking of a very specific example. That's why. Uh-huh. So like in this case, right, I'll call this person, I don't know, Billy. I don't know. Okay. Okay. So no, wait, let me use a different name. Okay. I'll name this person like Cat. Okay. okay. No, yeah, I know Cat. You know Cat too. I'll name this person Dog. Okay. Okay. What's up, Dog? <laughs> so say Dog and I are friends and then Dog introduced me to their friends, right? Okay. 
And then I'm like, uh, like say like dog's friends invite me to hang out, but dog won't be there this time. Okay. And then I'm like, oh, is that not going to be weird that I'm there without dog? Because what I think or what I anticipated in the situation that I'm describing is that dog would be like, I think it's weird that you're hanging out with my friends. And then, so then I'm like, oh, dog is a friendship gatekeeper. So I like shouldn't put myself in a position Uh to be with their friends. Right. Well, for that, I would say if you anticipate that, that's not really a good thing to anticipate because I think that goes back into just subtle plug, the people pleasing episode. Mm -hmm. I think that would be coddling because if you know that they have this tendency to gatekeep and you're trying to avoid that, I don't think you should feel that just because as a friend, you should also help your friends grow. And so you should be able to be honest and upfront with them. And in that aspect, yeah, communicate like, hey, would you be bothered? Not, I think, assume that they would be, even if your assumption may be like fueled with a lot of certainty, just in case, just because it's like best not to accuse the other. But yeah, I think it's best just to communicate that aspect. But my second question to what you just said was... You said you said that you wouldn't go or you would... I would not go. You would not go? Oh, I I don't really remember the second part to that, but I guess the second part to what I said before is like was going to be... I, the reason why I feel like you should communicate that with them is just because, like I said, with gatekeeping, it stems from insecurity or like we said. And so I wouldn't want to help fuel that insecurity of my friends Mm. and if I felt that they would feel such a way yeah communicate because I truly believe it's so normal to feel FOMO yeah you know when you are in that type of situation for a dog to feel that because that's natural that's normal of course like you would want to be there in the moment and also relish in that I don't know memory yeah but I feel like it would be problematic if dog tries to keep you away from them when they're not there. Because I'm also thinking of like another particular example that I know of where there was someone in your life that would say like, oh, that was weird that you went, blah, 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 blah. No, that's exactly, we're thinking of the same thing. So I was going to follow up with like, because this was like the situation I described is the second occurrence. The first occurrence, I was like, hey, dog, (laughs) is it okay if I go hang out at this event and your friends are going to be there and you won't be there? And dog was like, yes. And then after the event happened, dog and I were talking and dog was like, hey, like, I don't want you to hang out with them unless I'm there. Mm -hmm. And that's when I was like, ah, okay. So that's when I was like, okay, they're a friendship gatekeeper. Or like, I didn't have that thought in the moment, but like thinking back, I'm like, oh, they were a friendship gatekeeper Mm -hmm. because they were insecure. Right. But, but then they also fueled that and yeah. manipulated the situation, which is like, hey, actually, and this is dog speaking. Hey, also, my friends thought it was weird that you were there while I wasn't there. Yeah. And guys, if you want the tea, talk to dog's friends or I heard from one of dog's <laughs> friends that no one said that. Yeah. yeah. No one said that yeah. because they were just trying to fuel their argument of just like, it's weird that you're there without me. Yeah. And see, it's like the, that's like the projection of the insecurity right like for sure yeah yeah and like they project that insecurity onto you and now they planted that seed of their own insecurity into you yeah that's big facts bro yeah and then because you're already like wary going into it because like yeah sure who wouldn't feel uncomfortable with a group of people that they were introduced 
to through another person yeah through another person and that person's not there like that's completely normal to feel like oh like like you know a little out of place yeah i completely understand that but then for the person for dog to go out of their way and be like yeah no that's weird that like feels like oh my gosh so what i felt was right that anxiety feeling was right yeah i and i remember when that happened like dog and I had this conversation and I was like just at home and I started crying because I was like oh my god of course like why did I even go to that like that was so weird like I thought I had a good time with them and turns out like they were all just questioning why I was there and that makes you feel like crap because you're just like or it feels like they didn't even want you there there to begin with yeah and that's exactly how I like kind of approached meeting these friends like every single time after that because I was like why am I here? Like, they don't even want me here. Like, they don't even want to talk to me. Yeah. And I was just, like, so in my head about everything. Right. And, like, with time, it did get better because I, like, started developing my own relationships with some of those friends. But I was just, like, for the longest time, it created so much, like, yeah, my it created a, a new insecurity in me that I, like, didn't really have too much to begin with. Like, yeah. I was, like, wary yeah. and worried. But, like, I didn't, I wasn't, like, insecure that these people didn't like me or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And then it just gives you another anxious thought to think about that you just like, why, why is that necessary? Which is why we always say like, kill yourself before yeah. really, I don't know. Well, in this case, I'm thinking more so in a romantic relationship, but like any relationship, like you have to work on yourself, continue growing to avoid situations like this. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think, yeah, just like being able to acknowledge your own insecurities and like recognizing that and recognizing when it pans out in a situation and being able to like own up to it and apologize and being like, hey, like I'm still trying to work on this. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, hurt people hurt people, right? Yeah. So facts. that's also kind of like the vibe I picked up on from the friend that I no longer have in my life because Mm -hmm. I'm just like, hey, man, I don't want this, you know, like. I've definitely, I feel like, and this just happens naturally as you grow up, but you become more wise, I feel like, in discerning who to kind of bring into your life. Yeah, for sure. Romantic or friendship, whatever it may be. It's like, I don't know, you just learn through just different experiences of, you know. Yeah, and I think it's like another thing out of that is like out of this conversation so far is that you shouldn't expect other people to heal you. Like that work needs to come from yourself. Yeah, I would most definitely say if you're going to someone and you're being vulnerable or you're sharing an insecurity of yours to that person, I would never, or at least for me personally, I don't expect that they will heal me while I share this information with them. More so, I because this person is very close to me in my life and I also value them as a person in my life and to help them better understand me and in some ways, I guess, be able to help me I'll share it. But otherwise, I don't expect nor put that expectation on that person because that's just leading to disappointment. Like I've gone to a place where I understand like you can have expectations, but because before I didn't, I thought like expectation equals disappointment. So I'm never going to have any expectations on people. And then that just, that just obviously doesn't make sense. And that's obviously stemming from like past pain. Yeah. But like, how I got over that is like accepting who that person is, accepting the situation. And I guess in the situation of like me going to that person, expressing my insecurity, I accept that this is something that I'm really weak with and that I struggle with. And now they understand, but I don't expect them to heal me or do things to like help, I guess, or like fix things. Like I don't, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like in situations like that, like if someone really cares about you, they they will want to do anything that they can to help you or to yeah. like 
help you not feel those feelings, right? right? Which I think is good. Everyone who's a good friend or a good person like would want to do that, right? Yeah. If they really care about you. But yeah. I think it's it becomes a problem when you expect them to always cater to your needs. Yeah. And that's when like you're no longer trying to break out of the insecurity. You're just trying to like dump the solution onto them. Yeah. Which, or make them be the solution. Yeah, which then becomes burdensome for the people that you shared this with and because they care for you it's like like what do I do yeah it feels like very much like cornered or yeah just feeling cornered but I kind of accidentally said like earlier like I don't expect them to help me it's not that I don't expect them to help me but I think if they better understand me I think communication about it can be easier in that aspect Um, yeah because then they'll at least understand where you're coming from yeah yeah and then like in certain ways they can try to avoid doing something that might hurt you unintentionally yeah or better communicate it and be more mindful of certain things but also still help you grow out of that you know yeah because at the end of the day it's not their responsibility to coddle anybody and like that's something that like i have experienced i guess you've also gone through that too like just in general right like people have like voiced even with each other we've voiced like our own like insecurities and Mm -hmm. like dislikes or boundaries with one another and Like we said in previous podcasts, like we, of course, try to not step on each other's toes in that way and try Mm -hmm. to be as accommodating as we can. But at the same time... I wouldn't say accommodating, but more so respectful to the other person's boundaries. Yeah, respectful. But that doesn't mean every single time we're doing something out of out of consideration for the other person like every single action i make isn't centered around your feelings exactly in our in our situation right yeah because you have to respect your own yeah and so obviously like i think for me that's something that's really hard to do because i think if someone says something like that i always am thinking in the back of my head even if they say it's fine i'm like but is it really right which is really hard and i think i've outgrown it to some degree but i definitely still have moments where i'm always just questioning if someone is okay after they voice something like that and i guess this is kind of going off the topic of friendship gatekeeping but i guess like i've also had the situation where all of this has manifested in a friendship gatekeeping way yeah i mean i think at the end of the day it's both parties responsibility in i think trying to manage the situation as best as they can and so it's never like one side more than the other it's just both doing the best and i think because i also in the past would coddle but i think going through again if you listen to the people pleaser episode of just me overcoming that and working through that and making the decisions to not continue doing that or putting myself in situations or relationships like that because it's like it's going to drain you and then it's just going to impact the friendship and so it's just kind of like be wise about it and also if you really care about this person then communicate it with them I tried communicating communicating it with her but I mean it didn't really pan out as she didn't respond to it that well and also like I knew she had a history of this and the fact that it happened to me after I gave it gave her a chance knowing this about her I think I was just like okay I made my decision yeah and I think that's totally fair that's totally justified yeah and yeah I don't think it should be an expectation for people to cater or coddle you in your insecurities yeah which I I think I've also just like struggled with so much in these like friendship situations because Mm -hmm. because I'm like I was so like not to be like I'm such a good friend but I was like so considerate as a friend that I was worried to like hurt someone who I cared about and but that got draining for me and so yeah having a conversation about that is like very important yeah because you also weren't you were you were bottling that inside for a while which is why whenever you would share that I'd just be like you just gotta talk yeah but it's hard like we said in one of I don't know I guess the episode before this on singleness or something 
it's hard to like have those conversations like hard conversations are hard to have that's why they're hard right but like yeah but to me i feel like real real relationships require no yeah they're hard but it's like they're necessary and they help in the long term which is was the other point that we made in that same episode yeah but would you say that we're gatekeepy with each other no definitely not i think maybe we've had like moments but we've also talked about every single time we had a moment like that every single time yeah and it's like and uh, there's not many times either yeah but when we did yeah yeah we have the thing is we would have a conversation about it and like the other person would pick up when we're something feels off Mm -hmm. you know and i think for me it's like because i have a history of like having been in these gatekeepy relationships I guess like I kind of have an eye for that and I think I'm just already socially aware like I'm very socially aware of my relationship to certain people like I'm a lot of the times it takes a lot for me to stop being like that's not my friend's friend that's my friend like Mm -hmm. it takes me so long to get there and because of that I think that's where I can kind of pick up when other people and I guess like in the situation that you and I are thinking of like that's when I was able to pick up that you or like whoever else might have been like ooh, like for a second yeah I think it'd be weird if, like, let's say someone, in, if I introduce you to a friend of mine, right? Yeah. And um, I would be, like I said before, more than happy to also see a relationship blossom out of that if it happens. But when it would become a problem is, let's say, I don't know, something happens and then you guys start talking crap about me. And then basically, like, if the other person has the intention to steal you away from me, like, if that's the intention, that's when it's, like, problematic, you oh, know? Oh, that's, yeah, I think everything you just said is a problem, right? Like, if, they, if like, me, and for an example, like, me and, like, friend C or something like that yeah. get together and we're like, oh, like, Erica does this and Erica does that, ha, ha, ha. Like, yeah. that's messed up. But also, if I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to steal C away from Erica and, like, C is going to be my best friend and blah, 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 blah. Like, that's also just so immature yeah it is immature yeah and so i also know like yeah we're still figuring it out we're adulting we're in our young 20s but like yeah like all of that but we're still adults now you know so to handle things maturely and responsibly it's hard but it's like i would hope that would be the first or at least end outcome with how people handle situations like that yeah because i feel honestly like the gatekeeping thing is like not that big of a deal like in general right to have a conversation about like it's something that can be easily cleared up by just having a conversation Mm -hmm. and so yeah like in the grand scheme of things i feel like it's not like that deep of an issue Mm -hmm. but it can still be hard of course to bring it up like i myself have struggled to have conversations like this because i was like oh my god like confrontation i don't want to talk to this person about this and like it's burdensome yeah but i think something i would just say about like confrontations yeah sure the conversation or the topic may be hard but i think something to remember is it doesn't have to be as big of a deal as you make it you can just naturally bring it up because it should be a normal conversation to have in a healthy relationship yeah i agree yeah Okay, so if we are a friendship gatekeepy person, mm-hmm. how do we break out of that? Um, I think communication will always be key, but just reminding yourself that what I said earlier, other people's relationships are other people's relationships. What does that have to do with me? Why am I trying to insert myself into their relationship? Because if I do, I'm going to continue to be miserable because at the end of the day, that is impossible. I am not them. And then I just have to remind myself, I have my own valuable, just as loving and whatever filled with memories and whatnot 
relationship with that person, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just like reminding yourself that, or I guess not even reminding yourself, but catching yourself when you do compare, because obviously comparison is the thief of all joy. And so it's just not worth going down that rabbit hole because it really is a rabbit hole and it's not reality. And I feel like the moment you start stressing about things is the moment you slip away from what reality is. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think for me, the way I've worked on my own like moments of friendship gatekeeping is like remembering that someone having another relationship with another person doesn't take away from their relationship with me which is kind of which is basically what you said but it's more like just because their love for someone else grows doesn't mean that their love for me diminishes exactly and i think the way i view like love and like people's hearts and stuff like that is not in a way of like okay there's like one pie And like that pie has to be split up across like different people, but it's more like that pie can keep growing or it's Mm -hmm. like a blob, like it's like a ball of gum or something. Like you just keep sticking and adding to it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like some people's gum might be bigger or whatever, but like that doesn't mean that my piece of gum isn't there anymore just because another person's like relationship is flourishing or whatever. Right. Yeah. I think I was thinking about this recently, but in adulthood, you'll meet a lot of different people. Groups will start mingling together. And honestly, if you think about that's kind of like senior year of high school like when i look back the people that ended up becoming friends were like i would have not imagined them to be friends like in freshman year you know completely different circles and things like that but that ended up happening through whatever means of like class sports different events they meet each other and they grow their own relationship and like that's so normal and so i i do understand that there are also people that can be friendship gatekeepy in the aspect of like protection like someone in the group and another new person comes into this group right yeah. And like it's kind of similar to what you said where you don't you don't experience this anymore, but when you're just like, oh, is this person going to mess up the vibe of the group? Yeah. Yeah. And I also know there was another person that used to be in my life that was like really, really hard on this girl that entered our friend group because she started dating one of the guys. Uh-huh. And he started to get very friendship gatekeepy because he always hung out with that guy. Yeah. And so for him, he was just like, she has no like contribution to this group. She doesn't, you know, like just a bunch of like really rude things. And it's like, it's not protection because protection, like that's supposed to be a positive word, but like, yeah. it's cheerily out of envy. Yeah. And there's also the aspect of like bouncing off of that of just someone becoming just like judgmental or like skeptical of the new person too being like oh like what's their aim what's this person gonna do when they enter a group are they gonna try to steal this person away you know like that same insecure thought so like i don't know it's a broad range of different circumstances it really is so too long didn't listen friendship gatekeeping is the product of insecurity and jealousy Mm -hmm. and the way to break out of it is to remember that one person's relationship does not take away from your own relationship with another person yeah yeah and that gatekeeping can also contribute to exclusion and clicks and bro we're not in middle school anymore yeah literally we're past that that's so silly yeah yeah so just everybody just love each other man yeah like, it's not that deep peace <laughs> and love man that's what my high school uh history teacher used to say he'd be like peace and love damn it <laughs> yeah, like that he would literally be like peace and love peace and love god damn it <laughs> yeah. yeah that's how it should be but it's not Next. that simple yeah anyway i hope you enjoyed this one hopefully we didn't go a little too roundabout we've been trying to keep it more concise yeah so hopefully it was that in this time to end the episode because we're gonna keep rambling if we don't bye oh five stars five surprise yeah follow us on instagram at two girls pod and tiktok at two girls podcast okay Bye. bye bye